This is the Bears Barroom Radio Network. Parental discretion is advised. We fought the law and the law won. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Goon Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Two Scoops. Call me the Goon. I'm Joe Mandel in the house. Joining me as always is my good friend and my buddy, John Santucci, the Tooch. Tooch, how you doing, my friend? Doing great. And we also... Ready to talk fantasy football, yep. Of course, and we have the fantasy royalty in the house. Mr. Spaceball is here. Spaceball, how's it going, my friend? I'm doing real well. You know, tomorrow, mouth surgery, but today, Uh-oh. real well. See, if you had me tomorrow, I wouldn't be able to talk, most likely. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, hopefully, all goes smooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if it doesn't at my age, I don't care anymore. Oh. You know, if they kill me in the chair, I'll die. If they kill me in the chair, I'll die three and all. <laughs> hey, there's one way to look at it. Yeah. When I go up, when I go down below, because you do know every fantasy player is going down below. Uh, but when That's I go right. there, I'm going to go down there. The first thing I'm going to ask is, what the hell happened to Steve Goskowski, and why does every ranking service rank him still so high? Joe, where did you have him this week? Oh, I think Steven Goskowski. I think I had him ranked at like six or seven at kicker. So it's been. I mean. What's good? You know, missing an extra point is like missing the free throw in basketball. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a chip shot, and he's he's got something going on. Him and Adam Venateri both can't seem to figure it out right now. Think about it. old age. Does it does it finally get into a kicker set? And I'm being serious. When you're hanging out with so many young people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, does it make a difference? I mean, why are those two guys who are would you both say for kickers they'd be in the first ballot Hall of Famers? Vinatieri for sure, and Gotzkowski is probably probably so. And I just looked. Yeah, I just I, looked. Spaceball. Gotzkowski's going to get credit for all those Super Bowls. Yeah, I, and so at the end of the day, you know what's going on in their head? Uh, it's unbelievable. But uh, another great week, guys. Uh, what can we say? Uh, three weeks down, and there's. Uh, and the game of the century. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the Mike North advantage later on this week on who he picks, New England or Buffalo. Yeah, who would have thought uh, three weeks ago that this would be a good game? Could you imagine just three weeks ago? And this is in Buffalo. So, I, you know, Buffalo's, if Buffalo beats them, whoa. That'd be something. That'd I be mean, something. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'd love to see it. It'd be good for football. It would be good for football, and it'd be good what for the be division. For football? What would be better for football? For the uh, Buffalo beating New England or both Kansas City and uh, uh, Dallas? Do they play this year? Kansas City and Dallas. Somebody That's told a me good to- question. Not Dallas, uh, Kansas City and uh, Baltimore. Uh, can you yeah, imagine just later played. on in the year if they're both? They played once, but they play again, yep. right? Yeah, if they if they play in the in the playoffs, they'd have to play again yeah. in the playoffs. Okay. And they played last year in the playoffs just, as well. I just uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving everything about football this year, except for the drama. Hopefully, we're done with Antonio Brown. Looks like it. He's going back <laughs> to school. Like Rodney Dangerfield. And that's that's why he was off my draft on, board, baseball. It's an online school. He's not going to school. Uh, it's an online school. You know, I think if they really did investigate, these guys that get nuts and do the crappy thing, I think it all comes from their head being bounced ever since they were uh, kids in grade school playing football. I really believe that. 
I was watching a show. Did either of you watch uh, the documentary on uh, Netflix called QB1? I saw some of it. It's very good. Oh, it's unbelievable. And the kid from Georgia is one of the three people they focus on. Uh, what's his name? From? Yeah, from. Yeah. And I mean, now they're talking, he's going to be a first round draft pick and everything else. If he comes out, but I mean, the hits that he was taking in high school and they had a whole bunch of video in high school. I mean, I don't know how, Uh, I don't know how a guy like a Brady can get to 40 plus years of age. I really mean it. He's, he's, he's a marvel. That's for sure. You could, you could only get hit so many times. I don't know how, uh, you know, I would, you got to watch it. Tooch, you got to watch it. Uh, QB one. It's unbelievable. They followed three, oh, uh, quarterbacks that, you know, it's been done already when they were in high school, but they knew the other two quarterbacks. I forget their names, but you know, they were real posers. They were the good-looking jocks, you know. Mm. They were the jerk-offs in high school. They showed them <laughs> being jerks in high school. And, you know, it, like every comedy you've ever seen with the star quarterback in high school. And they showed it, and it, it was really a really good documentary. I recommend oh, to everybody. That. QB1, and you got to go see it. Where yeah. can we find that? It's Netflix, right? I, it's on Netflix. Netflix, all right. So yeah. you got to check that out. And we That's got... my recommendation for the week. There we go. I, I have a stream. We'll have to t- cover that, Joe. Of course. All right. <laughs> no, no, no shortage of uh, stuff to watch on Netflix. That's for sure. And no shortage of yeah, football sure. games this week. We got an uh, elephant in the room, though, Joe. What is it, Tooch? Saquon down. I got a Black Hawk down. I got a Saquon down, Joe. Yeah, Saquon is down and out. High ankle sprain. Uh, likely out. Now I just got it. Likely out six to eight weeks, and that's going to be a tough one for fantasy owners. Tooch, is Wayne Gallman the answer? Well, he's going to get all the touches, Joe. I mean, he's got to be the top waiver pickup this week. He's got to be. I mean, he's going to be the guy for at least two months. So how could you not go after him with all with all you got? Because Wayne Gallman, we've seen him before, Tooch. You know, he's, he's an electric back. Granted, he's not a Saquon, but he's going to get you about, I don't know, about half of the fantasy value of Saquon, and that's still pretty damn good. Well, he's solid. Their, their offensive line is in. improving. Right, and if I can jump in, if Jones is the real deal, okay, and obviously he had an unbelievable game, but don't forget, he had an unbelievable game. He's got sharp uh, uh, Sterling back, rather, and starting not this week, but next week, Golden Tate comes back. That's got to be a waiver claim you got to add right now, too, Spaceball. Then why don't you look at my list and see when I took Golden Tate, when I was cocky when I hit 3-0. and Oh, there it is. <laughs> I've had Golden Tate on my roster for one week already. Uh, I got cocky. And you have to get cocky when you put the, But when you put Tate in there – and Jones and the whole thing, the whole – New York thrives off of uh, atmosphere, too. And that place is going to be rocking. I'm telling you, uh, you're right about uh, – so who gets them in our league? Uh, who, uh, it would be uh, Aldo. It would be Aldo, yeah. Or, or wait, yep. Joey, is it you? No, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> right, Aldo hasn't broken 100 points, I don't think. But now he's going to get it. This is – you know, after the first couple of weeks, and you guys were asking me before we got on the air, uh, all the trades, you know what, uh, makes it part fun. You know, I can't control to win it. I don't know how I'm 3-0. and uh, But the bottom line is, is that, uh, you know, you get lucky. You have a certain player every week. This past week, you know, look at the game I got out of Ingram. Ingram with a hell of a game. Talk about a surprise. We knew he was going to do well. We didn't expect him to do that well. Well, we thought all the other running backs on Baltimore would also get to touch the ball. Yeah. And in reality, Ingram, when he even filled in for uh, or went in for Kamara, he's got uh, an extra set of wheels on him, and he can burst through. 
And uh, he did that a few times for New Orleans, and he's going to do it for Baltimore. What did he carry? Only 13 times and they had three touchdowns? Something like that. It was just a ridiculous day at the office. That it's, and it's a that was a great game too. The the Chiefs Ravens, as yes. expected. We talked about it last week. Fantasy dynamite all over the place, and that's going to be a game that that could be a playoff rematch for sure. My question is going to be for Kansas City: Is when does Hill supposedly come back? Ah, uh, well, they were originally saying it was only going to be. They didn't put him on IR, so they were going to be within right. five weeks. So they're expecting to get him back at some point in the next two weeks. I think I don't know offhand when their buy is, but they should have him in the next three weeks. He should be back. I mean, when you look at the receivers, I mean, I have to wonder seriously: is it really <laughs> the system? Yeah, why, they, because they, look at these, why these they other cut him? kids. <laughs> They don't need him, right? It's baseball. Right. Right. Well, that's the truth. Did I lose you guys? No, we're no, here. Uh, hard man okay. is just well, he's you... the next Tyreek Hill. You know, they plug another guy in right after you know they didn't they didn't and, need and to be Hill. Robinson and you still have what's his name? Uh, Sammy Watkins. <laughs> I tell you what, that team is yep. just absolutely loaded and, and I don't and I don't and does it really matter? They have Travis Kelsey. Yep, the offense I've goes never through seen him. a tight end get be predicted in most uh, uh, leagues like Yahoo and ESPN. He's predicted to get 20 points this week against Detroit. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's uh, it's been, you know, th- that's the thing I don't understand is this team has been so good against everybody. I don't think we've ever seen a quarterback play at the level that we've seen Mahomes play. We've seen a lot of good quarterback play, but have we seen someone ever oh, this man. quickly? This is in my notes, Joe. It's in my notes. Mahomes has had the hardest, hardest schedule. His three hardest games all, pretty much almost over, Joe. He's already putting up you know, three, four touchdowns a game. He's just going to – he might pass his 50 touchdowns from last year. And it's in my notes to ask both of you, do you think you're seeing possibly – at the end of the day, I'll be dead. You'll still be alive, both of you. Uh, are we seeing maybe the greatest quarterback? Is it because of the system? Is it you know? Would Tyreek Hill have been anybody if uh, Trubisky was his quarterback? You know, yeah. I don't. I don't know the question. I don't know the question. I don't know the answer there. But what I do know is it was just a match made in heaven. The system, the coach. It's exactly what Mahomes needed. And I don't think he's as yeah. good if he's on another team. That's just my personal opinion. He's still good, and man. His arm gets Smith him out of a lot of problems, but he, he'll still be right. good. He, he's in a perfect spot with a great coach and a great offensive system. But the bigger question and is, they, Andy Reid, is, does he win? The, does he finally go farther in the playoffs to the big game? What I don't understand is why don't they go out and trade for Jalen Ramsey? Well, they're, they're poor, him on reportedly there, the then favorites. Kansas City's the favorite to win. Huh? Well, they they've said That's that they're the point. favorites to go to go out and get them, but there has been no further discussions there. But the the latest report right. I heard is that the Chiefs were going aggressively after him, and that they haven't come out with any more details since. So if you get them Ramsey, then yeah, they got to be they got to be a Super Bowl favorite at that point. I mean, the favorites right now we're looking at what New England for sure, and the Rams. New England, uh, you got the Rams. Uh, the Cowboys are looking Cowboys, good. Cowboys, but then again, the Cowboys have played the three worst teams in football, so let's be honest. Yep, they still got a lot of good and, offensive and skill at, set players. Think about though. this. Great offensive If line. I told you, if I told you both in one of our preseason shows that I'll give you both Detroit and Buffalo and that at the end of three weeks, neither team lost a game yet, you would have bet me your house. Yeah, I probably probably would have. I probably I mean, would have. And Detroit, and Detroit should have actually won that game. <laughs> they should be three and zero too. And I mean, it's unbelievable. And how no. bad are the Rudskins from last night, guys? Oh, they're horrible. They're oh horrible. my God, I feel so. I feel so sorry for that wide receiver, the rookie from Ohio State. He is so good. He is, and. 
And guys, we have joining us our fan, one of our fantasy regulars. We got Tyler Ellis, the Gaines Report, who was at that game last night. Give us a little bit of the fantasy breakdown, talking fantasy with us. And Tyler, the Gaines is in the house. What's going on, my oh, brother? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's up, fellas? Oh, what's you good? You went to the game last night. Of course, Bears Barbara, we everywhere. There's no caps on our greatness. You know what I'm <laughs> How much do the Redskins want a new quarterback? I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. We. I don't care. We are. We are shy town fans in the stands. Like my, <laughs> man, my man Briggs, Briggs, hey man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care. That was. How y'all doing, man? I miss my guys, Joe. <laughs> Oh, oh it's good we'll, to see you, my friend. We're doing good, man. It's nice to have you back on the show, Gaines. You already know, man. It was meant to be, fam. It was meant to be. I can't wait to chop it up with my boy Braggs as well, man. It uh, was awesome, man. It was it's an awesome thing. Let's let's get into fantasy. Let's get into whatever y'all want. Oh, no doubt, man. And it's been we were just talking about Mahomes <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs offense, which seems unstoppable at this point. But guys, a team that we're not that was never really on our radar to start the year with fantasy-relevant guys was the Cincinnati Bengals. And and Tooch, we talked about him a little bit last week. Andy Dalton, who expected him to be one of the top fantasy QBs through three weeks? Yeah, without A.J. Green. Yeah, without A.J. Green. Yeah, they're running that, that Rams offensive system. And both Boyd and Auden Tate, Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate, had double-digit targets. Uh, Auden Tate, uh, a player to watch. You know, John Ross had his drops, so he he didn't really show up. But in the previous couple games, he's been, you know, showing off his world class speed. But that uh, Bengals offense is is running that Rams system. Well, it's an imitation but aren't league. Am I correct in saying they're they still haven't won a game? They are still zero and three. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. And it's 0, a, 0 and three, right? It's it's pretty amazing yeah, that they. zero and three. <laughs> they're they're the uh, Blake Bortles of of NFL teams. Joe. <laughs> and, well, and, and guys, it's, it's bigger. It's bigger than it's bigger than the quarterback. And we we, we we guys we got plenty of tape to support this. It's leadership. It's um Jay Gruden. It starts at the top. I mean, they actually the Redskins do have talent on that team. There's just a cluster, bad word if you will, because um, there's a lot of confusion. I mean, sure. with all due with all due respect, we got to remember who has Dre Gooden developed. Andy Dalton has looked better ever since Dre Gooden has left um, Cincinnati. To be to, to be with all due respect, that's true. So, yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins was the man with Sean McVay, and so but who let McVay and everybody walk out of D.C. The leadership. <laughs> so, like Cousins, like that. I I like Kirk Cousins. But he was good under the system. We was talking about systems with Patrick Mahomes and everything. Guys, it's all about continuity and being able to be one-on-one with your teammates, being able to create space. That's why I love uh, that's why I love our quarterback, Mr. Well, Bisky. Let's just I get that you. out there right now. Because speaking of about- Vikings, next week against the Bears. Now Vikings are only averaging twenty-one pass plays per game, which is the lowest in a long time. I think the last team in the past decade to run uh, less than 30 pass plays per game. 25 pass plays per game is the Seattle Seahawks. And right now, the Vikings are a run-heavy team. The Bears might be without their run-stopper, well, Akeem Hicks. Guess, guess who right, leads? And the Vikings lead the uh, NFC North in points scored. And 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 uh, they lead the league in rushing as well. Dalvin Cook, by far the lead, leading rusher in the league with 346 yards or something like that. Uh, who would have thought that going into week one of the season? Delvin Cook looks like he's a man on a mission, partially because they're running the ball so much. But if they're going to beat the Bears, they're going to have to throw it. That's for sure. They got such well, a pass Dicks rush. Is, they haven't even used them hardly. Yeah, yeah, I read a couple reports this week said don't play uh, Thielen. Uh, Thielen, yeah. Uh, this week, yeah. I mean... Uh, they're running him. Cook was supposed to be good, but he had the injury bug the first couple of years, et cetera. So he's doing what I had him in my top 10 running backs going into the draft. 
I'll tell you what. Your fourteenth, you don't get one of those. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the system, like Gaines said. They're only running twenty-one pass plays per game, so the wide receivers on the Vikings had the had we redrafted today would be drafted a lot lower than where they were. What did Stephen Stephen Diggs? I think last week had one reception. What? Well, if you think about it, they're not throwing the ball much, and I think they're going to be one of those teams that's going to change their formula midseason and then kind of throw everybody on a loop. But with all due respect, Delvin Cook has been the only only fantasy-relevant person on that team to start the season, and I think he's the only guy you can trust in the immediate future. Delvin Cook's the only guy I'm starting against the Bears, but and even then he's going to have some trouble because the Bears are good against the run. It's been such a strange couple weeks in football, guys, because – the, guy, the wide receivers that are doing well aren't necessarily the guys that we're expecting. Tooch, we talked about it last week. There's these yep. wide receiver twos and threes that are just having these monster games, just yeah, kind of breaking out. Bigger than the out. running backs. Yeah, and then you have... They're having bigger games than the running backs. And then in Dallas last week, you have Tony Pollard, who's playing in garbage time, and he puts, he puts up 27 fantasy points in garbage time of, like, the second half of a game. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I'd love to know what right. Vegas's odds are that Miami's going to go the, zero and sixteen. The Dolphins. Well, that would uh, that I mean, would balance, balance their 70, 72 Dolphins teamers. Right, and then they could have the best and the worst. And they'll yeah. get what's his name from Alabama, and they'll still stink next year. Well, you know, that's I, I probably can't true. Wait for sports radio. I say the Dolphins got to be killed two more times. And you'll start hearing sports radio, especially on the score, talking about, do you think Alabama could beat the Miami Dolphins? Oh, absolutely. I think they could right now. I'll be honest with and you. And I do think they could. Starting with, they got a better coach. They got a better quarterback. They got better running backs and some stud receivers. Well, I do got to uh, admit, I got I to admit, Spaceball, I feel bad for, for Brian Flores because he, he takes over this team, and then they start trading away all the pieces. It's like they're throwing in the towel before he even gets a chance to do anything. And you know what, though, where you say that about that? And Gaines, my man, uh, thanks for jumping on. I want to hear what you think about it. It's not fair. It is not fair to the fans of Miami. Don't forget, a lot of my brotherhood lives there and has season tickets. I mean, it's not fair. It's a minor league product. And it, it, it's not fair. People should be given refunds back or whatever. It's not fair. You haven't had to say one word. I said it last week. He still hasn't said one word about Antonio Brown. And now he's not talking about this is worse tanking than I've ever seen the New York Knicks do in the NBA. It's bad. It's becoming a copycat league. And then you have these people when, when you're tanking. You know, usually you try to have a little discretion, but the the Dolphins right. they aren't they aren't doing much of that right now. Yeah, you know, well, at least with the bye week starting, there's a couple running backs you can pick up for one week <laughs> in Miami. I mean, they might get thirty yards. They they possibly can. It's going to be tough with the bye weeks, and I know Tooch uh, Tooch is excited. Bye weeks coming. <laughs> the bye weeks yeah. have started. And Joe. you know what? Why don't they do the smart thing? Do all the buys in two weeks. Do it in like 9 and 11, weeks 9 and 11. Would you really want – now the Jets want to buy week in week four because it gives them a chance to have Donner come back, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, it's so stupid. San Francisco had momentum going. They were 3-0, and and now they got a bye week. What do they care? Well, no, it's another week for Freeman to come back, I guess. Well, that whole team is – Looks surprisingly good. I mean, a lot of people gave flack to Garoppolo this week, and I'm going to say it. Jimmy Garoppolo is a fantasy-relevant quarterback. He had two interceptions this week that were not his fault. They hit the receivers in the hands. They bopped them up in the air, and they both got picked off. So Garoppolo had a great game. You take away those two picks, and somehow you turn over the ball. I think they turned over the ball five times, and they still won. I mean, that's insane. You know, a lot of people were making fun of Garoppolo. What was it uh, in the off season because he was with a porno star? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, yeah, wasn't that? And they're saying that's what affected his play. Let me tell you, everybody out there, you can go call my wife right now. You give me a life of being uh, a fifty million dollar quarterback. 
young, good-looking, dating a porno star, you're getting my middle finger because you know what, baby? I love life. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong. He's He's got more money than God. He's a stud quarterback, and he's dating a porno star. So what? Well, you know, yep. he's a yep. he's definitely got the mojo going for him right now. Everybody ripped him during the preseason, but that sounds very familiar to what we're seeing here in Chicago as well. And I know Gaines can talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, and then real quick, bouncing back to Miami, one thing we got to keep on the outlook when we talk about teams tanking the difference between the, the difference between the NBA and NFL is that those contracts are guaranteed, and that's why you're going to yeah, have more, true. more, more, more players holding out, requesting trades, because that's not fair. When these guys, The NFL player has a shorter shelf life, and so these guys aren't willing to just sit around, you know what I'm saying, and just, like, let you tank when they, they go by. The NFL is always about what has your team done. Yeah. You want a losing team, that's $20 million off your next contract. Right. That's And that's why the Jags are where they're at. And so – you're right. It's it, it, it's it's a, it's a tough, but we got to be careful when it comes to those type, those type of politics. If they're going to do that and allow tanking, you got to guarantee these contracts because these players got to think about themselves. The average NFL player got four years. Not everybody gets a first second contract. And, first and foremost, you're a thousand percent right because they got to think about their own career. That's the crazy thing about. That's why I'm still amazed how many people in all sports. In our lives, have we ever seen challenge the draft? And how many times do you hear people say that the draft is still illegal because you should be allowed to go wherever you want to go? I mean, that if you don't want to go play for Indianapolis, then you shouldn't have to be drafted by Indianapolis. That's the whole kit and caboodle of that. Well, that's different. That's different. That's different. That's different. It's not your right to play in the NFL. It's a privilege to play in the NFL. So it's your right to go to school and get an education. But if you're going to play at a higher level for an opportunity to make millions of dollars that most people wouldn't make in a lifetime, you go where you're selected and then you do the best that you can at that point in time. Okay, that, that's the, you can't control that. Gaines, uh-huh. let me throw you a curveball on that. In the college level, which we'll all agree is the minor leagues of the NFL, correct? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would you not say that uh, who's the quarterback, now the starting quarterback for Oklahoma, that was the backup to Alabama when he said yes, but then he realized he couldn't get the starting job after he said yes, he still left Alabama and went to Oklahoma? Yeah, I, that, I, feel, I, I feel like this is right. Yeah, that's his right. So that's, that's what his I'm right, he, but, but, no, but he's a student athlete. Who He's a student athlete who's also getting an education. So it's different. Remember, they're not playing college players yet. <laughs> we remember. And if the college players, we got to forget about the players that we're trying to that, that, we, trying kn- that we know that of. we know of <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. And you know what? Yeah. That could be a whole nother show at the end of the season. I'd love to uh, discuss it and talk about it because at the end of the day, they should be played. My grandson goes to University of Alabama. I've talked about it before games on our show. And he sent me a video. He sent me a video. He was in the stands last week. Let me tell you something. The money that school makes, nobody ever talks about college stadiums being built. It's always the NFL stadiums. Right. Because the college is so rich, they build their own stadiums. I mean, the atmosphere there, that if you were a talented high school quarterback, and you went to University of Alabama for one game, you wouldn't want to go anywhere else. Mm. Unless the quarterback that's playing for you is better, and then you go to Oklahoma or you go to Georgia. Whatever the case may be, uh, it, it's unbelievable. But tanking should just not be allowed. Simple period, end of story. Agreed. No doubt about that. Uh, it's been you know, tough in, in Miami. In the NBA, they sneak it. They sneak it, and they try to get away with it. But at the in the NFL, and by the way, NBA and Major League Baseball, what is it on any given day anybody can win? Usually the favorite wins almost all the time in the NFL. Nobody's going to lose to the Dolphins this year. Nobody. Uh, I, I really don't think so either. Record in the, they'll have a distinct record in the NFL Hall of Fame. Only undefeated and the only Defeated. <laughs> whatever you would call it. You know? <laughs> the mean, defeated. It, it's embarrassing. I feel sorry for uh, 
Josh Allen. It's it's yeah, it's brutal. And Ryan Fitzpatrick and ugh, yeah. at least Minka Fitzpatrick got traded to the Steelers, and he had a nice first appearance. Although the Steelers couldn't pull out that game. Did you see uh, Kyle Jushik like throw him to the ground on a on a run? <laughs> he stiff armed uh, Minka Fitzpatrick into oblivion. Yes, he did. Hey guys, actually the Miami that they could get three wins. I see three wins on their schedule. They All right. yeah, they played the Jets twice and the Redskins once. It's possible that I tell it's you what, possible. they might they might score nine hundred points in those games. <laughs> take it's the possible. over. Mike North wants you to take the or over on the, those or games. Or if we were in New York and we were Jets fans games. We'd be saying at least we got two wins coming. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at least we got two wins coming. We'll have Sam Darnold back. I mean, okay, the strangest injury I've ever heard in sports in the last 10 years. The mononucleosis. Mononucleosis, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the kissing disease. You know, Sam Darnold's out there isn't getting it, busy. Isn't that what it was? Isn't that how you got mono? Because you made out on Saturday night with a yeah. girl? I hope. <laughs> He's he's playing too much spin the bottle. Not that there's anything wrong with it for the government that might be listening. Go ahead. That is such a teenage ailment. (laughs) It really is. It would be sort of wasn't wasn't there an athlete a few years ago that had the measles or the chicken pox? Talk about a childhood illness. But let's remember one thing: these are children. I was listening to NBA radio today. You know, think about they were talking about. You know, Kobe Bryant's first years, it's sort of like the same thing now with um, uh, that, you know, it'll be with Zion Williamson. They come into the league so young that they can't go out of their room for two, three years. Yeah. Because they're only 18, 19 years old. They can't go to a bar with their teammates. So there's no bonding. So Kobe uses the excuse that he didn't really uh, ingratiate himself to people as much because he couldn't. It would be sort of like hanging out with your father instead of your best friend. <laughs> well, in my case, my father was my best friend. Well, there you go. And then it's Aldo, right? Gaines, we always salute Aldo one show a week. Amen. Absolutely. The godfather. Got the, you. Bar- the barkeeper, <laughs> the, the man in charge. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to let the two of you go uh, so I can eat a late dinner here. I'm going to let Gaines handle the rest of it. With Gaines, like I always say, the second half of this show is with the two geniuses over there. But just remember one <laughs> I thing. don't know about that. <laughs> I'm, just remember one thing. I'm 3-0, and gentlemen. And the great thing about being 3-0 and is it's going to take a month before I'm under 500. Have a <laughs> great one, guys. Spaceball, <laughs> thanks for joining us, man. Oh man, guys, Gaines, right. it's good to have you back in the fold, and in, uh, and once again, thanks to Jeff Spaceball for swinging by. But Gaines, we love having you back in the house, man. How's things with you, brother? I appreciate it, man. It actually worked out, man. I just got back from North Carolina, so I didn't have uh, any other prior engagements tonight, if you will, and so kind of right. just all worked out. And so, especially after last night, I got a chance just to sleep in all day. I actually woke up like around two o'clock this afternoon. Oh, God bless America. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. And so, but no, nah, man, it was, I was like, wait a minute, it's two, fantasy guy, my guy, my brothers are on. Let me, let me, let me hit up, let me hit up two scoops. I know, you're yeah, like, man. you're like, I'm available. I'm like, oh, shit, all right, here we go. So, I just added you yeah, in man. midstream. Appreciate it, man. I know there's a lot, to, I know you got, got a lot you guys want to get to. There's some, not, some, some hot waiver pickups. For guys looking for running backs and quarterbacks, there's a lot of surprising people out there, and so I follow your lead, gentlemen. Ugh, there's a there's a All lot right. to talk about this week, and yep. I we talked about Wayne Gallman being a huge waiver ad for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Obviously Saquon going down, but guys, Daniel Jones has to be a top waiver pickup. Look what that kid did in his first start. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots let's not forget uh, Kyle Allen also four touchdowns. Yep. Those two alone. Yeah. If if anything else, trade bait. Because yeah. honestly, guys, honestly, guys, honestly, man, Camp. Just watching the Carolina games, I've been seeing Cam go downhill for over a year. They can blame the foot all yeah. you want. 
I didn't. It, the inaccuracy was before the fit injury. With all due respect, Cam, you're a beast. I don't know if it's the hair, but it started to go downhill <laughs> before that. And He's so, got a ton of weapons, man. He's, a ton of weapons. It's Carolina's got offensive weapons. Yeah. Completely inaccurate. Completely inaccurate. Yeah. You just go back to preseason or even la- into the last year, completely hitting, missing targets by over five yards easily. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, what are you throwing? I mean, he is not good. Like, I mean, he's like going downhill. It's like he's, he's going down. Before he he used to get by. He had the most rushing yards. He was the tank. He were he was rushing all over the NFL with well, the bombs. Steve Smith is no longer there to bail him out. With all due respect. Here's the thing. He's owed twenty one million. They can mm. cut him after this year, and it'll only cost him two million. I gotta tell you, I think he ain't gonna be on the on the Panthers next year, especially Before, if Kyle Allen keeps playing well. Before I saw the Duke Keenan out, the Duke not Keenan Allen. Before before I saw someone here, Allen go off. I was like, they might need a quarterback, and um, cause I was just like, cause no, we knew North Turner, we knew where they were gonna bring a new scheme. I'm like, I thought mm. Cam was gonna go off personally. I'm like, bet Cam can sit back in the pocket, relax a little bit longer, and be able to deliver the ball. And I'm just seeing like, man, you're off target, bro. Yeah, he's bad, but. You know whose fantasy value goes up now? It's Greg Olson. He's a guy that is back on the radar. And if you have him on your team, this is a guy that, one, Gaines mentioned it before, he's great trade bait. You can sell high. Or he's a guy you can stash and use him as a bi-week replacement. You could start him every week right now until he kind of falls off or gets hurt. But, man, Greg Olson looks like he's back with authority. Well, here's the thing, Joe. He he played the worst team the against the tight end, the Cardinals, who TJ Hawkinson week one lit up. Will Disley is playing him week four. So I'm going to be streaming if I can. Will Disley will be a good <laughs> daily fantasy pick as well. Everybody has lit up the Cardinals at the tight end position. Dude, Tooch, you, you really love Will Disley. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't... laughs> you talk about him every week. He's actually better than the guys I have on my team. So I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, he, he, is not, he looks like a defensive lineman rather than a tight end. Man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> God, I don't want to forget about Mason Rudolph and Minshew. Minshew really, really impressed yeah. me. I just yep. saw, I saw a lot of heart for a young man. And even of his post conference, his press conference, he was like, you never know how many opportunities you're going to get. You're going to get. And so, for a man to put it, I, I just love it. Because that's why I respect Kirk Cousins. Because RG3 was getting all this praise. And when Cousins got his opportunity, he really did. I just love it when a, when a backup comes in and they're yeah. ready to perform. I just love that story. The Cinderella man. I love it. Yeah, Mason Mason Rudolph, you know, he showed signs in that game. Uh, I'm not at the point yet where I'm comfortable picking him up. But I will say the kid's got a lot of heart. And hopefully, and, and Juju came back to life this week too. So that's that's a good sign for fantasy owners too. It's in but, my notes, Joe. I keep touching on your notes, Tooch, and I know you wanted to talk about the bye weeks. <laughs> we got bye, bye weeks for the next nine weeks, Joe. <laughs> did I did, just hate it? I hate bye weeks. Did you? I you prepared something special, Tooch. Would you like <laughs> me did. to? Pl- would you like me to play it? You may you be my guest, Joe. <laughs> All right. A special treatment from the Tooch. When the bye week starts, you'll have no players to play. When the bye weeks come, you'll have no guys to start. When the bye weeks come, you'll have no players to play. When the bye weeks come, you'll have no guys to start. Mercifully, it's short, Joe. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel, I feel like all the fluids in my body have just been flushed. <laughs> Someone was strangling a cat, I think, Joe. But... Yeah, but no, <laughs> the, the bye weeks are coming, and that's the feeling you're going to get, guys. It's going to get really, really, really sticky for a lot of fantasy owners here. 
And my number one thing when it comes to the bye weeks, Tooch, and you and I are usually on the same page with this, and I'm sure, Gaines, you're the same place, but don't don't overthink it and don't drop somebody just because. Because these guys are going to come around, you know, unless someone's an absolute stinker on your team, like like a no-name, I, I don't like dropping guys that have a lot of potential. You know, where do you guys stand on that? I think you're I think you're 100% right. Um I've been I've been cuz I've done it both sides. I've done it. You drop it, oh, I shouldn't have done it. Because it's it's um it's such a small sample size. It's not basketball or baseball when you have over 100 games to go through. We got a, we only got a, a strong 16 games and guys pick it up. It can get, it can get hot at any moment. And so um you got to be careful especially when you never know who's going to get injured. And so you may drop that extra tight end that, yeah. hey, you might need him, and it's too late. And now you have to wait two more days for that claim to go through when somebody else can grab him up real quick and easy. So yeah, you got to be really careful. Too. you got to make sure you have somebody to plug in for that spot or you're going to be praying for a third string to put, on, put up points for you. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, sometimes it's just better to stick with the guys you got. Like at one of my teams, I think, like, four or five guys are on by week five. I'm like, well – you know, there's not a whole lot I can do there. It's like you know, week five. I'm week five. I'm probably gonna lose. Yeah, for me, it's week twelve, Joe. I think most I've got three of my studs on by week twelve. But when I'm drafting, I usually kind of try to, at least in my starting five, try not to have too many guys on by the same time. You know, so I'm looking at you know, uh, uh, trying to fit, trying to keep guys on the same week by week. You know, if I'll prioritize somebody over. to you know, a guy, if I've already picked guys that have, for example, week five or, you know, I'll choose someone else. But it's awful hard with nine bye weeks in a season, Joe. It's tough. Uh, Spaceball mentioned, you know, if the NFL can maybe improve that system. But, guys, I mean, week three was such a powerhouse of points and defense. I can't remember a week like this in a long time. I'm just pumped up about football again. You know, it all started with the, the Jaguars going down to Tennessee on Thursday night. Uh, that team looked like it had some life injected back into them. I don't know about you guys. I was shocked that Jacksonville came out and the legend the legend of the porn stash QB is alive and well. Oh, love it. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, man. I, I was, you know, he, he was a guy I, I had kind of looked at in the draft as being you know, I'm an undrafted free agent that the Bears could could grab. I, if I was Ryan Pace, I'd be drafting or signing a quarterback every year just to see what you got. And he just hasn't done that at all. Now look what we have. We've got uh, Chase Daniel, whose best days are well behind him, and Tyler Bray, who probably is a triple-A NFL player rather than a, yeah. well, an I, NFL player. Nobody I, we can develop behind Mitch. Well, I got to say, I mean, I'm sure we're all on the same page with this. The Bears' backup quarterback situation is not good. If Mitch goes down, we're in a lot of trouble. That's a place that we got to focus on in the offseason. I I sure the heck hope that they do. But at the end of the day, you know, Mitch stepped up this week, and we'll, we'll, we'll jump quickly to the Monday night game just because it's top of the mind. But Mitch had a, had a nearly flawless first half of that game, 21 out of 23. Uh, it's the highest the highest percentage of completion by a bear, I believe one of the bears ever. I was looking at the stat. I, I have to look up to see exactly what it was, but regardless his completion percentage and his decision-making in the first half were near flawless as was the game plan in the first half. But the thing with Mitch and Gaines, I know you would probably have a lot to say about this, but it seems like in the second halves of games, he can start off on fire, but he, it's almost, I don't know if it's a confidence thing. I don't know if it's uh, just getting too comfortable with yourself. But if he starts closing out games, I think the kid is going to be the full package. Because he either starts slow and ends strong, or he starts strong and ends slow. I don't know about you guys, but aside from the Philadelphia Eagles game in the playoffs last year, you know, I don't know if I've seen a complete game other than that Tampa Bay Bucks game. That confidence level, once he gets that up, Mitch Trubisky, 
I think is a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He certainly has that potential, man, with six touchdowns against the Buccaneers. But, you know, Mitch is a guy who said he needs reps, and he didn't get them in the preseason. He played one series, all three, three handoffs. I mean, he just wasn't ready the first two games. The third game, he was good. You know, three touchdowns. Taylor Gabriel did. Uh, to me, that's the blip on the radar. Gabriel does this, you know, once or twice a season, mo- more once a season. But Gaines, did you drop Gabriel uh, recently? <laughs> yeah, I did. Did you? Like, <laughs> Why <wasn't> you early? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Just I did. Asking. I, I did. I did. Um, I did. I had to. I had no choice. <laughs> but I kept, but but I kept, but I kept. Mitch is probably my best player in the Goons League that I have, and I was like my only good player, my one good chip. But um, I had Gabriel at some sleep, but I did have Gabriel in some daily fantasy leagues. There you and go, so big... because I, because I just see it. I, Gabriel is he's dynamic in the slot. He's very hard to check. He's hard. Anytime I see press coverage on Gabriel, I was calling the plays, bro. I know we're gonna get to this later on, yeah. but press coverage on Gabriel on the drag route, that's all day. Especially when there's no safety up over the top. They were playing single high safety. Yes, yeah, so and, so, and coverage, man. And when Mitch is on the run, when Mitch is on the run like that, he'll hit the drag, he'll hit the guy. And so, yeah, like like Joe, like 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 Goon was saying, man, um, Mitch has it. I don't know if we get too passive. Cause it was twenty eight to zero. Yeah, I know. It was, tw- it was like twenty to zero. It's and foot off the gas. Like, and that's that's what I put that on coach. I put that on the, the coach of the year, who I have a ton of respect for. It just seemed like it, it, it got taken down, and it would have been so dope if he, if Mitch didn't throw that interception. I feel he, he probably would have had a perfect QB rating if he didn't throw that interception. Hey, he's got to um, get better throwing on the run. I think that's part of the problem. Is he gets he's coming out of the pocket, he's getting pursued, and I think he gets a little flustered, and he and he throws a second or two before he actually has to. Mm-hmm. And that's all the difference with Mitch right now. Once he gets that corrected, this guy is a fantasy stud. It's just he needs Agreed. that extra, I don't know, the confidence, I guess. I think you were right. I think it went back to the reps. If I felt, I mean, is this the NFL we lived in? If Mitch would have, he should have played all, he should have played all three preseason games. I mean, that's the NFL that, that used to be. Aaron Rodgers used to play every four pre all four preseason games before. Like, why are we yeah. why are we in this cotton this bubble wrap league now? I get it. We want to have our stars available, but if you don't have a capable backup, then you know what? Go get a capable backup. And so, like, but guys need these reps to work out all these live situations. You can only yeah. create so much live situations in practice. And when you're a seasoned vet, you have that right. You know, you can play. Right. You can play a quarter. You can play two series. But if you're still new in the league, you're in the system, you're you're a developing player, you know, you're playing the first half for at least three Who games. Who only had 13 starts in college. Who only had a short co- – he only had a short sample size from college too. So how many games – I think he's – how many games has you played as a football player, as a starter? Because he didn't start until his junior year. But long story short about Mitch – we all believe he's still the man. he he he's just the man. needs he he just needs the he just needs the time. So if he's out there in fantasy, there are some good matchups coming in the future. He's going to be a good guy to have. But we got off track a little bit, guys. We're talk we got a few more games right. to talk about from last yeah. week, and then we'll go into top tier matchups for this upcoming week. Oh yeah. So I don't think we can talk about fantasy without talking about this Chiefs Ravens game. Mm. Patrick Mahomes has been lights out. Uh, how yep. surprising has LaShawn McCoy been to you, Tooch? He's been good, but he's banged up, had a 32% of the snap count share. It was Daryl Williams who was the lead dog there, 52% of the snap count. Damian Williams was out for the game. Mahomes, 374 yards and three touchdowns, and he's through, you know, his three toughest games, man. <laughs> Basically his three toughest games, Joe. He, uh He's got an he's got an easyish schedule. He's still got to play the Bears, but uh, you know, Nicole Hardman, another long touchdown. He's been good in that Tyreek Hill role. Demarcus Robinson with a beautiful one-handed touchdown grab. Sammy Watkins had uh, eight targets. So he's been all right. He'll he'll come around. I still think Watkins is the number one there. 
Uh, but but Mahomes, 374 yards, three touchdowns, and he spread the ball around. The offense still goes through Travis Kelsey, Joe. There's no doubt. There's He's not even close to having a, another tight end close to him. He's in a, a league of his own. The guy is just flat out ridiculous. But a guy that had a ridiculous debut, too, which is Daniel Jones, uh, that that game against the Bucks was a fantasy juggernaut. Mike Mike Evans had 50 points in fantasy. The guy was just unstoppable. Jameis Winston, who I had to start in one of our leagues, I think it might have been the Goon League, I got 36 points out of him. I'm a happy camper. I mean, that was a fantasy game that no one expected. 190 yards, 15 targets, Joe. That's kind of the Mike Evans we're used to seeing. Eight, eight catches, 190 yards, three touchdowns. You know, there were there were some players at wide receiver who just had monster games. Got Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Taylor Gabriel. You know, his blip. He still had three touchdowns, thirty-eight points. Now, uh, Mike Evans, fifty points, man, that was amazing. And uh, Keenan Allen, forty-eight points. So big week from the wide receivers. And like you and I said last week, Joe, three wide receivers might be better than you know your your. Two or three running backs, Joe. Well, we got to get your thoughts on this game because we talked about it last week. Have top-tier receivers replace top-tier running backs because it's becoming a wide receiver league going forward. Do you have to take a wide receiver in, or, a, or a top tight end in the first round of fantasy leagues? Tooch and I, I think it's a strong yes. What do you think about the, the, the fall of running backs? I, I, I agree with you guys. I'm, I'm in complete agreement um, because guys are throwing the ball more. They are throwing the ball more. They're throwing the ball more. The slot has become a dangerous um, position um, in, uh, in all leagues. Um, thanks to Tom Brady, they have shown this. It's not about even just the number one receiver anymore. Even right. the third string is a, is a deep threat, Taylor Gabriel. And so even that third string guy can get you 20 points. That's That's critical. When you got John Ross's, when you have wide receiver twos and threes, that can get you those points. But then you have those staple guys that are going to give it to you. Um, the, the Evans. I mean, Keenan Allen. Who would have thought? Dude. <laughs> Who would have thought? I yeah, mean, Keenan Allen is on pace for 221 targets, Joe. That would be a uh-huh. record. 221 oh. targets over 16 Dude, games. The, the, the guy is flat out ridiculous. Oh. When he's healthy and Philip Rivers looking his way, Rivers looks like he's primed for another fantastic year. That Chargers team without Melvin Gordon right. has been incredible, and right. you know that defense is pretty good. It's not the best defense in the league, but they're doing what they have to do to make that team yeah, they're, win. They're continuing their trend of losing the close games, though, Joe. I know that's a problem for them, but it's a great for fantasy. <laughs> Right, it's great for fantasy. Yeah, but I, I've imagine- seen Philip Rivers on the waiver wire. He's out there still, Joe. You know, I can't believe someone wouldn't. I think he's had three straight three hundred yard games. And then ima- imagine, imagine those guys in a PPR league with with Cooper Cup. Oh, uh, that Man, guy's so- been lights out as well. I, I thought might- Robert Woods was the guy, but I'm I'm clearly I'm wrong. Here's the thing with the Rams. Now the. Uh, Cooper Cup had 12 targets. Cooks had 12 targets also, but Rams Rams receiver targets through three weeks. Cup 31, Woods 23, and Cooks 22. So Cup is getting those, you know, the shallow, uh, like Gaines said, the slot targets, you know. But uh, uh, that they're they're not they're not far off. I think I think you're going to see Woods and Cooks come back to the mean in the next few weeks and and have their big games. Although Cooks had a hundred yard game. And eight, eight catches, 112 yards this past week. Well, it just baffles me how that team is 3-0 and because I don't think they've even played their best football. You know, that Rams team, once they get all things, all systems go, fully operational, that team is going to be a tough team to beat. And I know the Bears put the, the formula together last season, but this, this Rams team right now looks like a different team than years past. Uh that offense, once they fully get clicking, and they're doing well now, but once they fully get operational, that's going to be a tough team to beat. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the Rams play this season. That's a shame they play in a city like L.A. where no one goes to watch them. How about uh, another huge uh, day for one guy, Joe? Russell Wilson. The guy just continues to impress. Oh, my God. Two, two touchdowns, 50 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns. Had 50 points also. 
You know, uh, occasionally he just explodes like that. And they said they were going to run the ball. You know, this game script dictated that they throw the ball. A Tyler Lockett, 14 targets, 11 for 153, and a touchdown. He's the number 10 receiver after week three, Joe. And I got to tell you, Will Disley, six for 62, and one touchdown. He had seven targets. Start him against the Cardinals. The Cardinals. <laughs> but Chris Carson, the big story, fumbling. Uh, but Rashad Penny out, but they went to that game script. You saw C.J. Prosize, who I talked about last week, uh, come in and, and, and was targeted in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, that that's a that's a, going to be a fun offense to watch. D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett exploding the life. A guy that we've been talking about. You know, I I I had uh, the boing sound for Tyler Eifert. I'm sorry, wrong Tyler. Tyler <laughs> Tyler Lockett uh, to start the year, and man, uh, he's finally putting it together. So is that Seattle team, that defense with Jadeveon Clowney. You know, it's 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 a fun league, man. We play the NFL is a fun league right now. There's just so much going on. It's it's ridiculous, and uh, I know we haven't had a chance to talk about a lot of last week's games, but we got to move on, guys, to talk about the games coming up this week. So let's just go ahead and move into some of the matchups coming up because it's yeah. going to be it's going to get wet and wild starting Thursday night. We got a good one, guys. Got the Eagles going down to Lambeau to play the Green Bay Packers, and that should be a fantasy relevant game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers setting the world on fire lately. He's looked really good, as has that Packers team, and surprisingly that Packers defense. But what's going on with the Eagles, guys? Right now they don't look good. And Carson Wentz has just been mediocre to start the season. Well, injuries, Joe. You know, their two starting wideouts are out. But the good news is Miles Sanders, you know, is starting to come around. You saw he had two catches for 73 yards, you know, a couple long touch, 126 total yards. But the thing is, the three three running backs on the Eagles all split touches equally. They were both around – or all three of them were around 33% snap count share. You saw Jordan Howard get the one-yard touchdown plunge. But Nelson Aguilar, 12 targets and two touchdowns. So another big week for him, Joe. The Packers, though, I think, you know, the Eagles' defense not as good as we thought it was going to be, Joe. We talked about how they might be a good defense. They have a decent pass rush. But their secondary has been lit up, Joe. On the Packers, Jamal Williams with a 61% snap count in that game, which was surprising. Aaron Jones had a 39% snap count, but I think that's Jones coming up here. He's had some tough matchups, so watch out. Now, Devontae Adams has been bottled up. He's not been the first-round draft pick. He thought you were getting. That's going to change, I think. He's been getting the, a lot of defensive attention. He's yeah. had three tough, three tough games, but from here on out, he should have a little easier. Right? He's going to explode against the Eagles, man, in that weak oh, secondary. Yeah. Aaron Mark- Jones... Tooch, Tooch just calling it out. My, my start of the week, it's not even Thursday yet, but Aaron Jones is my start of the week against the Eagles. I'm predicting at least two touchdowns on the ground, over 100 yards, probably a couple pass, two or three pass catching. You know, he's going to have some receiving yards. Aaron Jones is a dynamite start here on Thursday night. It's going to break the trend, guys. We're finally going to have a good Thursday night game. They've all been dumpster fires, so I'm hoping this is finally a good one. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're just gonna we're just gonna jump on some matchups here. We're not gonna touch every single one, guys. But you know we'd be doing a disservice if we don't talk about uh, this fun matchup coming up on on Sunday afternoon, guys. You got the Panthers going down to play the Texans in Houston, in what could be fantasy dynamite on both sides of the ball. Of course, you got Deshaun Watson. You've got DeAndre Hopkins. You got Christian McCaffrey. Greg Olson. The young rookie stud who's probably going to get another start. I don't think Cam is is healthy enough to play yet. So, Gaines, what what are your takeaways going into that game, and what are you expecting to see out of the Texans and Panthers? Oh, man. Um, wide receivers. I, I expect to see wide receivers. I, I, like you said, Joe, that's why you said it, man. That's why you go with the wide receivers, not the running backs. First of all, Christian McCaffrey – I'm just mad. I should have picked him number one overall. <laughs> if, like when, when yeah. he was gone, when, when he was gone, I was like, whatever. I'll pick the Bears D. Uh, I, because <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, man, I've never seen a running back get like stronger, bigger, and also re- maintain his elusiveness. 
And so besides him, I go with the wide receivers all day. I mean, I like the wide receivers in any of those matches because because of the running back, because because of the wide receivers. Um, they're gonna get pressure. And I'm I, but I'm still excited to see what the um, what my man Allen's gonna do with Cam out. He's auditioning. He's auditioning for a starter's job. I mean, with all due respect, I feel like Deshaun Watson is still kind of auditioning as well. We've seen this from the Texans before. At the same time, yeah. we've seen the Texans go goose egg in the playoffs. So everybody it's all cute during regular season when we talk about fantasy. When we talk about winning football games and matchups, the, the offense can't produce when it gets colder. So for right now, you can you can go with any of those wide receivers, especially Greg Olson. I mean, um, but then Christian McCaffrey, which I think helps the quarterback because they're gonna they know they're gonna try to screen McCaffrey, which is gonna cause a delayed blitz for Watson them to be skiing him, which is gonna allow Olson to be open in this in 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 the slot. And, and it's it's so going to be a high-scoring game, man. I, it, 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 yeah. has a, it has a high opportunity, fam. So that's Lots a fantasy game. on the Panthers, but that Texans defense, you know, a little bit better than what they've been facing against the Cardinals. You know, the, the mm-hmm. Texans, Deshaun Watson, 351 yards and three touchdowns last week. But it was three tight ends who had the touchdowns. Man, that's not going to happen again. You know, I expect the wide receivers on the Texans to have a little bit better game, but the Panthers have four good weapons. For sure. Christian McCaffrey, who had 173 yards rushing, had a 73-yard touchdown run, Joe, last week. Curtis Samuel, seven targets, went 553 and a touchdown, and D.J. Moore had a 52-yard touchdown catch. Greg Olson, of course, two touchdowns. So four good weapons for Kyle Allen. He's elusive in the pocket, but... You know, he's a young quarterback. I expect the Texans' defense to force him into some mistakes. I like the Texans to win this one, but it could be fantasy gold, like you said, Joe. No doubt about it. And, guys, I'm going to quickly mention a couple other good matchups, and then after we get through those, I'm just going to give you guys quickly a couple guys, a couple things to watch for this weekend, and then we're going to get out of here because i got to go hang out with the shy fans in the stands. i got Gaines hanging out with me on that show in a little bit, too. So let's quickly fire through some of these top-tier matchups, at least in my opinion, fantasy-wise. So you got the Chiefs going down to play the Lions. You know, I want every piece of that game. I think that's going to be fantastic. Uh, you got the Patriots going down to play the Bills. And who would have thought that would have been a fantasy-relevant matchup three weeks ago? Looking yeah. forward to that. Both quarterbacks should Julian be exciting. Julian Edelman injured, though, Joe. Look for Philip Dorsett, who had a 92% snap count share to step up in Edelman's absence. Sony Michelle only had 22% of the snaps while it was Rex Burkhead doing the damage, but James White was out while his wife gave birth. Uh, Buffalo Cole Beasley, 10 targets, and they might have found a tight end, Joe, on the Bills. Dawson Knox with a 49-yard beautiful catch and run, breaking tackles along the way. Keep an eye on Dawson Knox. And then, of course, the ageless one, Joe's favorite guy, Frank Gore, 14 of 76 (laughs) and a touchdown. Yeah, he looks he looks okay for an old man, Tooch. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the last matchup I really want to touch on, guys, before we get out of here is is you got the Cowboys going down to play the Saints on Sunday night, and what should be an excellent game. You know, the O line versus the O line, both pretty decent defenses. You got great running backs on both sides of the ball, and Zeke and Kamara. I mean, guys, this is going to be everything you want in a football game. I can't wait for Sunday nights. And, man, I'm starting all the guys I can get in that game. Yeah, Kamara had a big game, Joe. Uh, Ten targets, nine catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown receiving. Had 69 yards rushing and a touchdown as well. And Latavius Murray was nowhere to be seen. So he's only a handcuff at this point. But Marty Cooper, seven targets and two touchdowns. He looks to be feeling a little bit more healthy while Michael Gallup is out. Devin Smith had a 92% snap count share. And again, Tony Pollard had a late touchdown run. Yeah, fantasy gold for Pollard filling in in garbage time. Of course, if Zeke goes down, Pollard's the guy there. So that's that's definitely a guy you want on your roster. But gentlemen, uh, I'll throw it to you, Gaines, before we get out of here. Any, any last-second thoughts heading into the matchups this week, heading into the games, guys to watch, guys in the waiver wire, what do you got for us before we before we head out? 
I'm be wary of Alshon Jeffrey. I know he I know he did practice in full, I believe. He should be given a go. Me personally, I like to stay away from Thursday night games. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I feel. But um Green Bay's defense looks legit, which is cool because that I mean it's kind of cool, which shows that we got some work to do and everything. But on waiver wire, um, we already know about like you talked about, Joe, Giants. We got a lot of quarterbacks to pick up. It's Tuesday night is exciting. Cause this is where you pour your claims in. And everybody yep. set your alarm for, for Wednesday morning. They say, did I get my guy? Did I get my guy? And so, like, but like you all said, take heed. Be careful who you drop. I, that was a great stuff, too. And I'm going to use that advice. Oh, I'm going to use that advice. <laughs> and so, yeah. But no, man, it's a blast to be on with you guys. I really appreciate you guys. You yeah. all are the geniuses. You all been you. holding it down. If you lose losing <laughs> your leagues, it's because you're not tuning into the show. So you can only blame <laughs> yourself. Because my man... Two scoops and my man Tucci know exactly what they're talking about. That's why we are fantasy champions. And so, <laughs> <Right> hello. <out. laughs> Before you yeah. follow the roots, you see the fruit on the tree. Oh, thanks, man. I got yeah, quick, gonna... three three little quick points, Joe. Chargers are, are playing the Dolphins. Get your Chargers in there. Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Seahawks are at the horrible Cardinals defense. Get you know get your Seahawks players in there. Vikings Bears I think will be low scoring. No doubt. It's going to be a, a defensive matchup for sure. And before we get out of here, i got to say, we'll be hearing more from Gaines in the future. Even if he's got stuff going on, he's going to be doing you know, little segments for us here and there. You know, Gaines is definitely a part of the Fantasy Football Goon family. We always love having him on when he's available, so we're going to get him to you any way we can right now. <laughs> and Gaines, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. A big, huge shout-out to Spaceball for joining us, as always. And my last little bit of wisdom before we get out of here, guys, is uh, you just got to enjoy your Sundays. You know, there's nothing better. You set your lineup, turn on the games, and just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Uh, I'm in so many leagues now. I cross all my, my teams, and I don't remember who's on what. But I tell you what, I go through. There's nothing like going through your lineup, setting all of them back to back to back, 10 to 15 minutes before kickoff. <laughs> You know, making any last minute changes for better, for worse. For me this week, it was for worse because I put Darren Waller on the bench. But uh, what are you Ooh. gonna do? Sometimes, sometimes you can't Man, win them all. But how could you? How? How? <laughs> I have I have I have Zach Ertz. I gotta tell you, Darren Waller had thirty percent of the Raiders' targets. Joe, fourteen targets, thirteen, one hundred thirty-four yards. All he needed was to throw a touchdown in, and it would have been even a monster game. The league that I benched him in, of course, is the league that I'm with Adam Rank from the NFL Network. And 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 the flex spot in that league is wide receiver or running back. You can't use a tight end. So I have Zach Ertz, and I liked Ertz's matchup last week, so I benched Waller. And I got got offered... Before we get out of here, one last thing. I got offered a trade in that league with Adam Rank... From from one of the random guys, it's not Adam Rank, just one of the people that would that's in the league. He offered me Josh Allen for Darren Waller. What the <laughs> hell are you kidding me? Negative. <laughs> that's gonna be a no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you, gotta, you know, you gotta try and trade one of those guys for uh, for something. I can't believe you can't put a tight end in the flex. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I think it's gonna be Ertz. I think I'm gonna trade Ertz, but. We'll, we'll more developments on that next weekend, gentlemen. I, I thank you all for joining me. It's been a heck of a show. I get to go do another show. It's yeah. going to be a great evening of fun. Make sure you stay on MixLR. Listen, the shy fans and the stands coming your way really soon here. Uh, your boy Gaines will be back in the action. Of course, Greggy Sunshine and myself. So it's going to be a lot of fun talking about Bears, Redskins. But, gentlemen, the way we get out of here all the time, let's get uh, a little bit of that sound of music. So God bless America. God bless football, and let's kick some ass. Go get those victories this week, fellas and ladies. So long, farewell, our readers, and good night. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.